Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Steve Bauer, editor for Fender Bender, and today I'm excited to chat with Tim Morgan, Chief Operating Officer and Managing Director for Spinezy Americas Incorporated. Welcome, Tim. It's great to have you as a guest on Collision Cast today. It's great to, it's great to be here with you today. Um, it's a pretty exciting market out there right now in collision repair with all the changes so um we got some pretty interesting things to be able to talk about today yeah and that's why i've got you on uh i know that uh spinezy you know they are the parts uh uh, masters and and uh one of the things that i know a lot of shop owners out there are wrestling with and you know it's it's such a rapid technology is is ados and um uh if you and especially when it comes to that, I know that Spinezy, um, you guys are very much involved in, you know, the importance of having to, you know, measure a vehicle before you start repairing it so that it can be calibrated correctly if it is an ADAS equipped car. And I was wondering, and then this is a topic that I know that shop owners, you know, across the country, um, you know, many of them are just, are just not very well educated on. And I, I was wondering if you could speak to that a little bit more and, you know, talk about, you know, why it's important for that to be done and, you know, what, what Spinezy is doing on their end to be able to make this easier for shop owners so they can make sure that their calibrations are correct. Well, I think one of the first things you have to look at is why why is is ADAS even exist in a vehicle? And I think it's because if we look at all vehicle uh, accidents, they're related to some type of human error. Right. So the vehicle so, so the vehicle manufacturers have worked to be able to come up with some pedestrian detection and avoidance, uh, lane departure warning, and even now correction to where the vehicle will correct itself. Um, some other things, uh, blind spot detection to be able to find out if there's someone in your blind spot to be able to, um, so that you react or the vehicle reacts to keep you, uh, you know, from going over into someone else's uh, lane. And then actually even automatic braking uh, to where the vehicle will actually start to stop or slow the vehicle down so you don't encroach on the vehicle in front of you. So it has gained so much traction over the years to be able to what they're adding in sensors and different things on the vehicle that we at Spinezy have been analyzing sensor locations, looking to see what the vehicle manufacturer has for specifications if that if that particular part uh, gets bent or damaged and has to be replaced. Say a quarter panel, for instance, on certain model vehicles, there's a bracket that's attached that holds that um, sensor uh, behind the bumper. Now, when you get the new quarter panel to put the quarter panel on, that bracket may not be welded and welded in place. You may have to do do that. So with our measuring system, we have the ability to be able to go over to the opposite side of the car and make a mirror image to be able to make sure that when that new quarter panel is put on, that that sensor is, is back in place where it needs to be instead of a technician having to guess. And one of the other things that you also look at measuring the vehicle, um, anytime you're going to do anything with ADAS, you have to make sure that the vehicle has a wheel alignment. Prior to the wheel alignment, you need to make sure that the structure is straight. Because if you start to look at 
um, all ADAS systems, they're working from center line of the vehicle. Sure. So if the center, li- center line is out in the vehicle or the vehicle structure is not correct, you'll never be able to get wheel alignment. So we need to make sure that we verify that the vehicle is back to a, um, you know, to, to a specification um, that would be in, uh, you know, in our database or in an OEM database to be able to measure with our touch measuring system. So what I have to ask this as a follow-up: What goes into, and I, I don't know much a lot like a lot of people. ADAS is a new technology for me as well. Um, but as far as vehicle measuring, what specific um, specifically does Spinezi have uh, that 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 shop owners and technicians can use to ensure that that the car is properly measured before it actually it starts? They start the repair process. Well, using our touch measuring system, it has a database that comes from a collection of OEM blueprint data, um, data from when we actually physically measure the cars, and we also contain in North America uh, a Mitchell database. So we're blending three different types of information together to be able to have measurements on the vehicle to make sure the structure is straight. Beyond that, as we're measuring the vehicle, we are looking at the sensors for ADAS and making sure that those are also included in our data to make sure that the technician can check those to make sure that they're in the right position. Um, In certain vehicles or um, you know, certain models in years past, there was not enough data to be able to know exactly where all these sensors were located. Um, but as we grow in the future, we've now made them part of data collection. Now, I got to ask you, if you had a guess, uh, a ballpark figure, how many shop owner, shops out there do you think are actually doing the proper vehicle measuring uh, compared to those who aren't doing it at all? Well, we do see when we're out working in the field, uh, when my salespeople are out or our technical or trainers, that um, a lot of times, not every vehicle is being measured, when actually really every vehicle needs to be measured that's involved in a collision to make sure that the structure is correct. Um, We find when we're out that six out of ten cars that we measure, we find damage. Really? Uh, Yes, which is a pretty huge number to realize that um, if those vehicles weren't measured prior, um, that they're not being put back to a pre-loss condition. From the team that brings you Fender Bender comes the Fender Bender Management Conference, a unique opportunity to learn directly from top performers in the collision repair industry, bringing Fender Bender Magazine to life. Held September 26th through 28th in Arlington, Texas, FBMC will feature leading voices like Mike Anderson, Daryl Amberson, and Louis Sharp discussing how shop owners like you are able to find guaranteed solutions to achieve your goals and sustain future success. Register for the Fender Bender Management Conference today. Use code PODCAST at FenderBenderConference.com for a discount to this year's event. So, I mean, and, and let me just speak to the end result of it. If it's not measured properly, then, I mean, the vehicle then, if, if it's off by an inch or two in its sensors, I mean, that can make the difference between you either avoiding a rear-end collision or absolutely the car miscalculating altogether, right? Oh, absolutely. And in certain certain instances, 
you just wouldn't be able to cal- calibrate the system uh, when you get into the calibration mode for ADAS because the sensor's not in the right position. Gotcha. So that's why that's why it's important to make sure that the vehicle is square, structures where it needs to be, um, you know, on top and bottom of the car, and that you know our sensor locations are are where you know and attachments are in the right location. Now, do you find a lot when you introduce this technology to dealers uh, or shop owners? Uh, I mean, do you? Do they immediately, is there a sense of resistance? Is there a sense of, well, I'd like to have it, but I don't know how much, you know, work I'm going to be doing on it. Or, or, or do, you, do you see them looking at it going, you know what, this is something, a technology I should invest in because the technology for ADAS is just going to continue to evolve. It's not going to go away, as we all know. Well, no, it's not going to go away, and I shouldn't say that we get a lot of resistance, but it's change. And and somewhere where we see change that's necessary is when we look at, you know, our aging workforce. Mm. Uh, And as we start to look at our aging workforce, they're not always, you know, computer savvy. Um, They don't like change. Um, And, hey, I've been doing it this way for 30 years. Why do I have to change now? Right. Right. I, I understand that. I, I've heard that as well from, from uh, plenty of shop owners. So let me springboard off of that. So if you have this aging workforce and, you know, they either don't want to do it or, you know, it, you know they're just like, you know, I'm, I'm past. I, I don't maybe they don't understand it. How do you find and then train and then on top of that retain? I mean, we already are, have, a, you know, a tech shortage as it is. So, I mean, for for shop owners out there who are interested in this technology i mean where, where are they gonna where are they gonna find this talent how are they gonna train them and and the biggest question how do they retain them in such a competitive industry well i can tell you every day i get a phone call from at least one or two shop owners looking for help uh and in the past 24 to 36 months it's 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 gotten even worse Hmm. but i i think with the aging workforce there's a lot of people that have decided just to get out of the industry which is unfortunate and at the same time when we have new people coming in there's not enough of the older savvy techs if you want to call it to be able to you know work to help an apprentice be able to move forward in in a newer career um also we see that And in the instance of even myself, when I decided I wanted to get into auto body um, back in the day, I was told that by my guidance counselor that I should go to college. I I shouldn't, you know, go after a career in collision repair. I wouldn't imagine today in the position that I'm in, um, had I went down that path, where I would actually be in a job at this point. Um, I've, you know, my career path has been through collision repair since I'm, you know, since I was 14 and I'm 60 years old now. So right. it tells you over 40 years in the, in, in the collision industry, it's been very good to me. Yes. Um, and when I look at younger technicians, younger technicians are really willing to learn. Um, they need to be, um, you know, the motivation obviously needs to be there. You talk about being able to, you know, retain technicians. I think part of that is you need to remember, um, you know, that, you know, everybody wants a little bit of something. So, you know, you just have to figure out what really makes them tick to be able to, um, you know, to get them to function. 
Um, I know with even within my own family, my young daughter, she she wants to go to school to be a doctor, and I said, well, you got to learn how to work on a car first. Same experience, but she's she's working with her hands, right? Um, and it will help her in the future when she do, does does go to become a doctor. So, um, I, I like that analogy. It's true. You're working with your hands either way. So, uh, and and I got to ask you this. So for your um, for your measuring system. If I was a tech and let's say my shop owner, you know, has purchased this system, I mean, is there, and, and I'm coming out of a trade school and, you know, I'm, you know, as we all know, this is becoming more and more of a STEM career than ever, especially when you're talking about electronic, you know, the, the EV vehicles out there are, you know, they just continue to um, just, again, like, I, I can't use the word enough, evolve. I mean, but if, if I was to come out of a trade school today, uh, and not have the information to be able to uh, learn this vehicle measuring system. I mean, is that something that your company provides, or is there a place where there is training for them to be able to learn this? We have training centers all across the U.S. Um, when we install the piece of equipment, we actually do training on site to make sure that the equipment's being used. We walk them through different scenarios. We work with them on the vehicles that they actually have within their own facility. Uh, we also have some online courses that we've put together. Uh, we have an interactive channel to where we also um, record training sessions so that they could go back at their leisure and be able to um take the course um, if they can't take take a live course um, and then we also have partnered with um, ICAR which also has put together some courses for our measuring systems and our welders and some other products okay and would what would you say on average how long would it take for a technician who really was interested in learning this to be able to become you know proficient at it and be able to to do it you know with, with without having much assistance the system is so simple. In a day, we have people being able to function on their own, be able to measure cars. Okay, excellent. Well, I gotta say, this is it's it's really an interesting topic, and I I I, I look forward to having you on here again because I know that uh, as as involved as Spinezy is with with all the new technology. Um, there'll be more things that we can certainly discuss, but I'll be curious to see where this takes us in the future, because, uh, I think this is really just the beginning. So I, I, I want to thank you, Tim, for joining me. Uh, I really appreciate your time and for, um, anyone out there, uh, who's interested in, you know, learning more about this, uh, Tim, where can they get more information? You can go to www.spineasy.us. Uh, you'll find our website there. There's also our YouTube page, Spinezy Americas, which has a lot of training information there. Um, and I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to have me on. All right. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, and again, everyone, my name is Steve Bauer, and this has been Collision Cast, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. As a reminder, from the team that brings you Fenderbender comes the Fenderbender Management Conference. At the Fenderbender Management Conference, we bring together 200-plus owners, operators, and decision makers from progressive, forward-thinking collision repair shops. The Fenderbender Management Conference features more than 30 strategy sessions, 
created and presented by top performers within the collision repair industry, bringing Fenderbender Magazine to life. In addition to the strategy sessions, you will also receive more than 12 hours of time to network, meet with your peers, and interact with your industry vendors. Held September 26th through the 28th in Arlington, Texas, FBMC will feature leading voices like Mike Anderson, Daryl Amberson, and Louis Sharp discussing how shop owners like you are able to find guaranteed solutions to achieve your goals and sustain future success. Tickets are expected to sell out. Register for the Fenderbender Management Conference today. Use code PODCAST at FenderbenderConference.com for a discount to this year's event.